This is Nigerian undergrad experience. Welcome to Irewo the podcast. My name is you, Irewo Lua. If you're new here, welcome, welcome. On this space, we have stellar conversations around everything lifestyle. Today's topic is let's settle this first class matter. And my guest today is a writer, YouTuber, and content creator. She's also a first class graduate of communications and language arts from University of Ibadan, Nigeria. Recently, she wrote an article titled "Why You Should Graduate as a First Class Student" and that was what inspired this conversation. Irao Pod fam, please welcome Ayomiko. Welcome, welcome, Ayomiko, to Irao the podcast. Uh, I read your article and it was pretty interesting. Now, the first question I have is, what inspired that article? Thank you so much, Irao. It's so good to be here. Thank you so much. So... For your question, I would say that what really inspired me was because I actually started to understand the importance of having a first class immediately I left the university. And it brought about a lot of opportunities, actually. Like, it brought about a whole lot of opportunities. And for my first job, I actually got a better pay, like I got a better salary offer because my boss was so impressed by the fact that I graduated in B3 first class in my particular course. Wow. And then I also realized that there are so many scholarships and so many opportunities out there that are reserved for only first class students. And it was after the university when I started to like search for these opportunities. I'm like, oh my God, like, so these are opportunities that are mm-hmm. only open to first class students. So that was kind of like what like prompted me to write it because so many people kind of like downplay your certification yes, first, like, class. first class. Like yeah. So many people downgrade and downplay the first class degree. They are all like, uh, everything is the same. Whether you graduate mm-hmm. first class it's the same thing. But then in the truth, like to be very honest, it's actually not the same. Like mm-hmm. it is actually not the same. We might try to like, you know, lie to ourselves. Yeah. Okay, so you mentioned something about wanting it and hard work. Now, we know that there's so many articles and people that have spoken about, oh, how do you get a first class? This, this, you need to do this, follow this principle, follow this principle. But do you think that above all those things, the desire and the drive to actually get want a first class leads them to follow all these principles and all these things? I think that for people that I've interacted with, what comes first is the desire, the drive. Oh, I must get a first class. So anything that comes with getting a first class, I will do. Do you think it 
people just stumble on it like oh they they start off the semester with good grades and think okay maybe we could just strive to get a first class from here or you think that it's from the very start even before uni that you decide you know what i think i will get a first class i want to get a first class okay so um i will just talk about myself i have always been someone passionate about excellence i'm always you know the bible says whatever you do do it mm-hmm. well so that is one thing about me i've always wanted to do things well so I actually did not when I before I got into the University of Ibadan, I actually did not like start out like maybe when I was writing jam or something mm-hmm. that I must get I must get a first class when I get to uni. It wasn't actually like that for me. When I got to University of Ibadan and I started for semester and I'm like I would what I would do is just to aim for the best grades that I could ever have. Mm. So that was what I did. I started to read, I did the normal things, but it wasn't like a do-or-die affair for me, actually, when I was in under-level. It wasn't a do-or-die affair, but my main concern was that I wasn't going to finish that particular semester with poor grades. Yeah. I was going to do really well. Yeah. And the funny thing was that I was not even on the first class in under-level. Wow. I was on a 5.9. Oh, yeah. oh well, you were close. Nine. You were very close. <laughs> yeah, I was very close, actually. So when I got my results and I thought that, oh, okay, I'm on a 5.9, not bad, not bad. Mm. That's one thing, something that I can actually do. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I can actually get this first class. And I think it was at the beginning of 200 level that I actually made up my mind to get this first class. Wow, well done, well done. Thank you. Thank you so much. Why do you think people shit on this feat? I mean, you, you said it in your article that plenty of people will come at you and say, you know, it doesn't guarantee yeah, success. Like, and, you know, it was, it was a whole lot. even undergrads that have first class, your classmates tell you, it's not, it's nothing. Like, you're not going to use the degree. So why do you think people do this thing? What personal experiences do you have with people shitting on the feet? Yeah, I had a whole lot of like, I have a whole lot of experiences on people just making fun and just shipping on the whole first class thing. Like, at the point, the lecturer even said it in the lecture or saying things like, you know, these first class students think that they have life figured out. Why do they even do that? I, I, actually, as I mentioned in my article, I don't know. I feel like, you know, so many people feel like they actually deserve to get the first class. So people do not mention it. People will not really tell you that, oh, I'm striving for a first class, but deep yeah. down, I feel like everyone wants to graduate with a good grade. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. a first class is the hallmark of excellence. Yeah. So, people actually want it, but when they do not get it, you know, the next thing is to shit on it. So, people just start to say things just to make themselves feel better and just, like, make you feel, oh, okay, this thing is really not an achievement or it's really not something I should be proud of. So I think that's the main reason. I had so many terrible experiences with people telling me, oh, Ayomiko, oh, do you think you're better than us? Or something. Wow. The, one really, the one that really got to me was the lecturer that actually said it. And I was like, you guys tell us to be the best. Mm-hmm. I am literally now, doing what you said. <laughs> yeah, and now I'm actually just doing that. Like, I'm being the best at what I can do. Mm-hmm. And now you're making me feel bad mm-hmm. for doing that. So I'm like, you cannot please humans. Like, that's just the whole point of this. If you are doing bad at school, you'll be condemned. 
That's true. What really should you do? What's like, the point? What do you want me to do? Mm. That's just it. That's just it. You just have to decide to do things for yourself. Yes. Like do things because you want to do it for you and not for anybody. Mm-hmm. Why do you because think why do you think education is going out of fashion? You know, good grades uh, you know, we're going to we're all going to wing it. School has come. So <laughs> Yes. That's the thing. Oh, I'm just I've heard people say, Oh, I'm just going to be an influencer. I mean, your favorite influence. Some of your favorite influencers have great grades, but like, no, we're not yeah. talking about influencers today. But you see, people who genuinely don't care, like, and I think a lot of people have also given up. The people who aspire to get good grades, and when they don't, they just sort of give up on themselves, and yeah. you know, think you know, it's, it's it's over for me. I'm sorry, and then they join the school as scam. We're all going to make it last, last. <laughs> So why do you think, especially in Nigeria, why do you think education is something that has been totally shit on? Yeah, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like funny because we live in a society that is so stuck on educational certification, mm-hmm. you know, PhD, masters, and everything. But I think right now, because you know, the world is getting so digitized, and people are starting to like venture into things that were never available to our parents like yeah. when they were at our ages. So right now people have so many other opportunities that do not entail going to school and it's just, it's, you just look at the idea of an influencer. Like an influencer is I don't think you actually need like to be an influencer. Mm-hmm. You have <laughs> the right number of people like following you you have to, like, be able to, like, create a story around the product. You mm-hmm. have to, like, a story about the brand. But then, I think the main reason people are actually not interested in going to school is the fact that they feel like it's really not worth it, especially in a country like Nigeria, yeah. where even after you leave school, you have to, like, for you to get a job, People think it's impossible and that you need connections to get a job. I, I've heard of so many stories, like people who, after 10 years from, of graduating from school, they still do not have a job. I mm. think that is the main narrative that's discouraging people from actually going to school. Because if you are in, if you are in um, let's say, um, FS3, and then you're about to like get ready for uni, but then you keep seeing people that graduated from school five yeah. years ago. And do not have anything. Mm-hmm. They still like. They still look. They don't really look like what they should look like at that time. Yes. You start feel like. So what's the essence? Like, why am I going to the university? Like, why do I need a certificate if this guy, if Mister A or Mister mm-hmm. B or Uncle C, still does not have a good job, still cannot provide for his loved ones or something? Why am I going to school? I think that's the main reason because there are so many examples. And as you know, people learn through imitation and all. So I feel like that's the main reason. People keep seeing reasons. Like people keep seeing people mm-hmm. that got educated but still do not have things to show for it. People yeah. that do not have jobs. Because, you know, we go to churches and we hear testimonies of how mm-hmm. they get well and they did not get a job till like 2019. Yeah. That's, that's like 
that mind like it's crazy because seven years seven without years. a job. Wow. Like I think that's the main reason. The fact that people do not think they have to go to school because so many people around them went to school but do not have anything to show for it. Mm. So that discouragement is what is like stopping people from actually going to university like get a good grade in whatever course they're interested in. I think that's the main thing. And also because there are so many opportunities right now and you actually do not have to like go to school for so I feel like that's just it. Number one is that people are seeing diseases like that they should not go because mm-hmm. so many people who have gone do not really have the official yeah. Especially in Nigeria. Yeah. Because getting a job in Nigeria can be very difficult. But I think this is something that we need to like talk about. I think getting a job shouldn't be that hard. I think if we can spread yeah and then you ask you uh, sorry to cut you short i was about to ask you that okay we know that not everyone will have a first class so like what do you think people like that should aim aim to what should they aim for you can aim to do anything in life the funny thing is you do not need a first class to live a good life <laughs> a first class is a good thing yeah it doesn't mean that if you do not have one you will not have a good life all of right of course not for example, now I work in the advertising industry, and I will tell you, ninety percent of the people that work in advertising agencies did not even study advertising in the US. Mm. Not even study marketing. Did not even study computer. Yeah. Some of them are tech guys. So that's so that's that's the thing. All you need is yourself. Mm. You need yourself to have a good life. You need to be committed to having a good life. Yeah. That's number one thing. You need like crave. Like preach, 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 preach. There's so many opportunities around us mm. that we do not see. And one thing I've realized that you will not get a hold of some opportunities unless you are prepared. Yeah. And I will link, I will link this to the God factor. One thing I know is that God would not give you opportunities you are not prepared for. Mm. Because it doesn't mm. want you to make the best of yourself. It doesn't want you to make a fool of yourself. So, so many times, when you need to actually live a good life, it's actually be committed to living a good life. Mm. You that is required. My boss will say something. He will say that there are so many things we cannot control in life, like so many things. Yeah. But the only thing we can control is how hard we work, how smart we work. Mm. We need to work hard and work smart to live a good life. All the people living the large life, you know, La Vida Luca, they actually work hard for it, except their old boys, you can't be there.
would make it in life. So you do not need a first class to live a good life at all. A first class is just a good thing because it will give you an edge. Yes. And some an edge is all you need. Like all it's you all you need. need. Actually, like to get a good job, like to get mm-hmm. a good But it is not the only thing you need. A first class is not the only thing you need. It would never be the only thing you need to live a good life. Mm. It would never. Have the commitment. If you do not have vision, like you have to have goals. After having goals, you have to create systems that help you achieve this goal. So that is it. Having a first class does not automatically translate into a Tesla or a mansion in Paris. <laughs> no, it does not. It does not. Doesn't guarantee anything. All it does, it just gives you that edge. Impressive. It would actually give me this particular amount, and yeah, I was happy that okay, my first class actually mm-hmm. <laughs> not bad at all. But the main thing is, a first class is not enough. Like to live a good life, mm. not, every day I go to work and work, and my my first class is there. But like <laughs> I'm working actually, like I'm working. Mm. I'm Working hard, I'm trying to meet my goals. I'm trying, I'm creating systems that will help me achieve my goals. And yes, right now I'm starting to um, apply for graduate school, and there are so many opportunities for first class students. Like I've seen so many scholarships that are reserved for first class students already. Only so that is the thing I'm talking about. It would give you that age because I apply for a scholarship only for first class students. It means that I might actually have a chance because I'm a first class student. I might actually get it. So that's 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 the thing. A first class degree gives you an edge, but it doesn't mean that you have a great life. For you to have a great life, you have to be committed to having a great life. Yes, you have to do things that are required to have a great life. Mm. And first class. Thank you so much. Those words you said were very inspiring. Mimi, I'm not in the first class, so like I'm holding on very tightly to those words. And like <laughs> I'm still in uni, so there's still a little hope for me to get good grades. I mean course, it's not course. the end. It's all up to you. It's really up to you. It's really up to you actually. Yes. You decide your fate in life, yes, actually. Your it's fate really up to has you. You mm-hmm. have a right to change whatever you want to change. You you can either make or mar your life, and that does not have to include a first class or any other degree. You decide your fate in life. That's one thing I know. You decide. You are the most important person in your life. <laughs> Once you understand the fact that you are the most important person, and every decision you make will either make or mar your life. Once you mm-hmm. understand that. I feel like you will start to do things that will help you live the life you want to live. 
Because everyone is entitled to live a good life. Like, you are entitled. You have a right. Even Nigerians. Even people in Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't let Nigerians catch you. <laughs> You, the little things make up to be the big things. True. Yes. Very course, true. true. Finally, do you have any undergraduate experience that has stayed with you over the years? Like one undergraduate experience that you can never, ever forget? Okay. I think it would be my first appearance at the University of Ibadan, Joe Wall. Oh, nice. So, yeah. So, I think that was my first appearance was like has always been with me. And it was because at that point, I told a friend of mine that I was actually going to represent my hostel, Queen Elizabeth Hall, at the Joe World um, competition. And he did not actually believe me. He felt <laughs> like, oh, you? Like, you? Really? You're going to represent your hall? And I'm like, yeah, but he did not. And I ended up going for the competition and I ended up actually winning with my fellow speaker. And that experience actually taught me that, see, people would actually not believe in your dreams. Mm-hmm. Like, people would actually not believe in it, except you believe in it first. So I think that's one experience that stayed with me, apart from the no light during exam period. <laughs> <laughs> Don't that, let your school management from, hear this. No water, yeah, apart from that, I think that's one experience because I, I, I learned a very big lesson from that. Preach, preach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For those that don't know, Jawa is the biggest public speaking competition in West Africa to be held by a university. And that university is the University of Ibadan. In case you are wondering what Jawa is, it's a public speaking competition. Jawa is a big deal. Yes. It's a big deal, very big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you really enjoyed the conversation and I hope it was worth I your did, time. I did, I really did. And I'm so happy that you actually invited me to talk about this. Like, this is my first appearance on a podcast. Yeah, so that was our conversation and I enjoyed recording every bit of that episode. I hope you enjoyed listening too. The first class conversation is always an interesting one. So if you have comments, questions, contrary opinions, please don't hesitate to send me an email at irawalthepodcast at gmail.com. I'm open to listening and hearing from you. To read the Medium article, check out Ayomikun's Medium page. It is Ayomikun writes no spacing on Medium. Here our pod fam, Ayomikun also has a YouTube channel. It's That Girl Ayo on YouTube, no spacing. She creates 
productivity, skincare, self-care, and lifestyle videos for young people on our YouTube channel. And you have to check it out. The content is relatable, it's short, it's unique. Ayomiku will not waste your time on our YouTube channel. So we're a pod fam. Check it out and subscribe. Follow me on Twitter. Please follow me on Twitter. Podcaster in Nigeria at Irawo Luadari. D-A-R-E. No spacing. Irawo Luadari. Tag me on your tweets. I'm um, using the hashtag the Nigerian undergrad experience. It would be nice to have our own hashtag Irawo Pod fam. Don't forget to share, share, subscribe and share. I'm really looking forward to hearing from you. Another episode of the Nigerian Undergrad Experience drops next week. And it's going to be stellar as usual. (laughs) I hope you have a beautiful week. To the next episode, bye-bye.